Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Life at Ease, an Early Autism Services podcast. I am your host, Naza, Outreach Specialist with Early Autism Services. Early Autism Services provides in-home, in-clinic, and telehealth behavioral intervention therapy, or ABA therapy, for children on the autism spectrum across the United States, Australia, and in India. Early Autism Services is comprised of caring individuals who are all committed to helping children with autism and their families. The goal of our podcast is to encourage conversation about autism, to foster understanding and awareness in order to help create a more accepting society. On today's episode, we have with us author of an in-depth experience with a child who has a disability, serving the role as an autism parent, school years made simpler, author Linda Miller. Linda Miller is an active parent of an adult son who has autism. She is also married to a supportive husband and the proud, proud parent of an adult daughter. Linda has spent many years volunteering with and serving the role as a secretary of a local parent formed Special Olympic group, which consists of children coming from similar backgrounds within her community. Linda also holds an official position at her local church and is a founding member for a support group that acts as a liaison between the church and the sick and shut in committee. Linda currently works for the federal government and holds a Bachelor of Science in Business Management, as well as certification for a certified licensed associate in project management. In 2021, Linda wrote and published her first book titled An In-Depth Experience with a Child Who Has a Disability, Serving the Role as an Autism Parent, School Years Made Simpler. Thank you so much, Linda, for joining us today. We are so happy to have you. Hi. Uh I am so happy to be a part of this podcast, and I hope that what I say today uh, will touch someone's hearts and uh, encourage with encouragement. Uh, and thank you for that introduction. Yeah, really appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Linda. We're we're also very excited to be hearing from you. I know you mentioned you have um, included tips in your book, um, kind of a- uh, personal anecdotes as well. Um, and sometimes it just, it means um, when you're able to have conversations with parents, um, other individuals who understand your, the struggles and understand the fears, um, you know, you can do more for your, I, I, this is just my opinion. I just, I just feel as, as a parent, I can do more for my child when I'm able to have these conversations um, with parents or individuals who have similar experiences. So we are definitely, definitely interested in hearing from you um, about your book. Uh, if you if you can provide us a little bit of a background, um, the inspiration, the journey to writing, the idea, all of those things. Okay. Um, well, what I would like to say is uh, my book is like a, a resource guide. Um, the reason why I, it's, a, it's, it's an easy read, very uh, small. Uh, you can actually probably read this book in no more than a day if you wanted to, or just take a little bit at a time. Um, the The purpose of uh, behind this book is the, uh, the the design and the 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 reason that the book is in a smaller uh, reading format is that I wanted to have something where people can just take it and just if they have to just throw it in their bag or whatever, very to be very mobile, um, to be uh, to something you can write inside of just a comfortable piece of, of uh, resource uh, 
to be available for, for parents uh, with uh, children or adults. Uh, so uh, some of my inspiration behind this book was that um, when uh, me and my family first started out, my son was uh, diagnosed uh, with, with uh, autism. Um, around, the, around, I would say, like some of the common times, some, some people's uh, uh, experience around 18 months. And so um, the, uh, I had never heard of autism when that happened. And uh, it was kind of a little devastating uh, to hear a diagnosis of that. Uh, prior to the diagnosis, uh, my son uh, was uh, doing some incredible things. I mean, uh, we we would have thought we actually had a genius a genius at hand. So uh, he can uh, he was he was able to uh, say his numbers up to a hundred. He was able to actually uh, say his alphabets, but he actually said his alphabets backwards. So we thought we were like, wow, he can say his alphabets. Wow, <laughs> that is incredible. So we was like, do, do we have a genius? <laughs> and so we actually ended up, uh, you know, bringing him in because my mom, that's another thing about having a, a village around you, uh, people that uh, can observe, observe, observe certain things. My mom noticed because we had a couple of, uh, she had a couple other grandchildren about the same age. And my son actually was not, uh, was not really uh, verbal as regards to how many words a kid about his age should be speaking. Uh, so uh, also another support group, uh, if your child is in daycare, the, the daycare teacher, preschool teacher, uh, actually may notice some things and that's what happened with us. Uh, preschool teachers noticed, uh, you know, there was a little bit something that probably needed to be checked out. So we went ahead and uh, took him on in and got him checked out. Everything cleared out until, you know, we got that uh, diagnosis of autism. And from that point on, um, we were determined to, um, you know, work with my son uh, tr and try to, uh, our goal was to try to, to get him as, to have one of the most, you know, productive lives in the future as we, we could. So um, as, as years went uh, on, um, I started to run across people. I could see people in the grocery stores. I could, I, I would be able to actually recognize someone that's dealing with something very similar. Uh, because my son, when he was younger, he was one of those kids that would holler in the stores and have, you know, tantrums or whatever. And uh, so I would see, uh, to this day, I still see kids in the store sometimes having tantrums, but people that's not in this particular uh, support, they may not realize that that's not a kid that actually has a discipline problem. Then it could be a kid with a discipline problem, but most of the time, um, if you're not hearing uh, any of the, the child talking, but they're screaming and they're, they could be dealing with, uh, with something in the spectrum. So I, I try to have compassion in that area. And then I've had the opportunity to actually approach people in the stores. And uh, one lady actually told me that was the case. And she almost was, I just felt a drop because I'm sure when she was in the public, you know, there was nobody understanding what she was going through. And so at that time, she was one of the individuals running across, uh, talking with her. I was like, man, I wish I had something I can give her. I wish I had like a book 
or something like that. So when I'm out, I can just, just hand it to them, you know? And so I also started getting phone calls from people, other, you know, people that would know someone who has a child, but they, they were so, you know, I guess distraught and wanted to talk to somebody and uh, people would refer them to me to talk with. And I started, you know, just collecting information, um, passing stuff over in these little pieces of paper and notes and things. And I was like, wow, I wish I had a book. I could just, you know, have something to refer them to at least. Because when we started out, like I say, I didn't even know what autism was. So all of this was a uh, was a journey to to actually every day till today, I'm still learning things. I'm still seeing things. Everything that I'm encountering, anything special that's done that my son does, it's an accomplishment. Everything, the smallest little things. And another thing is that the fact that um, the school system, a lot of teachers, they're not familiar with autism. This is the first journey for them. So, I just was very fortunate, my family, to have a great school system that was very supportive at the time. We kind of walked this whole journey together. Uh, and so um, that's where, that's a, a lot of how we got through uh, these earlier parts of our years, through family, through through uh, resource, resources like speech and um, you know physical therapy, all of that is so important. Uh, so this book, what it does, it's a very uh, condensed uh, reading. Uh, it actually has words of encouragement. Uh, it actually walks you through the beginning, like a pre, uh, pre-stage, as far as a preschooler. Um, like, I, like I tell everyone, everyone's experience is totally different on the spectrum. This is actually just a, uh, just a glimpse of our lives, of the things that we are experiencing, but I guarantee you there's something that's gonna be very similar in this experience. Um, I've had people that who have read the book, they have told me that, oh, this book is actually, it actually can be used for anybody because um, parents, uh, as parents, we have parents that work like me. I'm a working parent. My husband was a working parent. Um, in the book, you'll find um, information on uh, kind of how, how you can kind of juggle that a little bit around as far as your schedules and things like that so you can be available for your child um, it, because it's very difficult. It puts so much pressure on one person. So, you know, and, and my heart goes out to, in the book, I talk about single parents because I know people that's single and they're dealing with this all by themselves. So, um, it's so important that a single person finds a shadow, a person that may have went through this, like myself, uh, I'm an adult parent, but if you're a preschooler or a early age a parent, um, kinda, if you could just find a shadow, a sh uh, someone to shadow yourself with underneath, and they can maybe tell you some of the things that they've done it, that have worked for them to kind of get you through. And um, I would say in the earlier parts of, of this diagnosis, um, our, our parent support part didn't really come in until uh, my son got in high school mm -hmm. because um, people 
uh, it's based on where your child is going to school. So there are specialty schools for the for these areas, and then there there's the actual uh, regular school systems, and they may just have a smaller network of people. So if you're you're kind of staying in that area, you may not get introduced to other parents that are going to uh, have their children and just uh, children that have the more severe cases of of the diagnosis. Uh, though, and you wouldn't believe some of those uh, parents uh, meeting and getting to know them uh, was, until this day, uh, have become good friends. Uh, we are very supportive of each other. If we find out about anything, uh, we're, you know, trying to help each other. Um, we were so um, blessed, I would say, to uh, get together, and we ended up forming, uh, like, the 501c3 for Special Olympics, uh, uh, right now, we did that when our kids were much younger, but um, you will find out as your kids get older, um, they do to start if they can develop their own uh, choices of what they want to do in life. So um, our, our group is now probably um, diminishing, more diminishing itself, but it served its purpose for the time. That's what I can say. I, I, we met some wonderful people. We met some wonderful children. Um, we, I gained some very close friends, closest sisters and brothers through this particular uh, group of individuals. So, um, and then it keeps, one thing is that it will keep people in the community because uh, a lot of times people don't want to leave their community because they want to stay around those people that have kids that's very similar. Uh, so you want to stay in that environment. You want to kind of keep supporting each other. Because like, like you say, um, we have a kid that's an, uh, an adult. So now you're dealing with um, resources uh, after you get uh, 22 uh, limited resources, very limited resources. Um, what it is, is that um, what helps you out in some of these cases um, is that uh, you need to find out where you need to know your child, number one, and examine the, the opportunities of their, their uh, talents and their skills and their gifts that they have because they do, they have gifts. And so you find out what they are and then you, you hone into those particular areas. And um, so, and then some kids can actually, you can, you actually can ask your kid as they get older, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. um, you know, give them a choice because you want to make it be something if they're able to tell you that, uh, that they're going to really uh, like, and they may stay and want to do that, um, you know, on a continuous basis, uh, something that's more productive for them. Um, there's opportunities for volunteering in areas. There's opportunities for employment through um, getting job coaches. They're, they're available uh, through the agencies. The agencies can hook you up with the job coaches if your adult child needs to uh, learn how to do a job a little bit more better. Um, and then uh, some more accountability of, uh, of someone that can be um, in between advocate uh, for your child as well. Um, that is a key word for us as parents. Uh, that's something that we become. We become the voice for them. We become the advocate for them. Um, I always tell people I actually live two lives because um, I actually live my son's life too. Because uh, while I'm here, 
on this earth. I want to make sure that uh, I can see some of the independency things that uh, he's able to do. Um, I would not want him to be out there and I could not see those things. I know sometimes uh, there's a lot of fear and a lot of things going on in this world and we are afraid uh, to let go. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, we have to, you know, there's going to be a time where maybe you, you have to kind of let them do some things on their own so you can actually see, see what they can do. That's very important uh, to do uh, as yeah. a parent. And then also, um, the, like I said a while back, these resources that's available, these, these areas of specialty where these professionals are here, they have the most recent information, they have the connections to connect you up to where you need, what your child needs. Uh, there's resources for behavioral therapy, uh, there's resources for speech therapy, occupational therapy, speech, uh, like I say, uh, physical therapy, um, some children like music. There's music therapy. Yes. So, you know, it's just so many different uh, uh, things. It's way more things that's out there now. Yes. Um, yeah. It's so many agencies and, and organizations that's trying to be uh, very supportive uh, in this, uh, uh, making this a community of, of a village uh, to help um, your child. Uh, it's so important. Early intervention. A lot of parents, unfortunately, have denial. And denial uh, can really delay. All of those years are so important. So it's so important. As soon as you find out this diagnosis, to get out there and find out the resources. Uh, find out the resources. Uh, if that particular place does not have anything for you, Ask them whether or not they know of anyone else. Um, and then find out too, uh, if you know of any, uh, any other person that's uh, experiencing something similar. Um, is a lot of times I found some wonderful places just by searching on the internet. Yeah. And every day a door is being opened and places are just popping up. So you never know. Um, you can actually go to one a uh, one place uh, you and uh, they may be specializing in this particular area your child needs, or you can go somewhere else and make a combination of it. You know of what the, put all of that together. There's a whole package of therapy, and you need to, you can make a whole person with the different types of therapy. Uh, because um, my son right now he does music. Uh, he yeah. plays uh, drums. He, oh, he uh, plays bongos. Uh, he started out with bongos. So I asked him, uh, I was like, Who, who's going to teach bongos? <laughs> and then I started calling all these places in the, in the area. Uh, and I found two particular areas. Uh, and then uh, one area identified. Uh, and from bongos, he went to playing drums. And I refer, you know, other people um, to you know, shared information that where they can actually also, um, you know, find out more about those opportunities and things like that. So, so it's, it's so important. And that's why this book is, is sharing tips, ideas, and hopefully reading it, you will get something out of it where you, um, it's, it's going to be a great resource for, for, like I say, preschool, uh, all the way up to transition uh, of the flow, because um, not knowing anything about autism, 
that means that through your eyes, you don't see what's coming up front. But when you're looking at a book like this, at least it will give you some idea of some things that are going to be important that you can start much earlier. Yes. Because a lot of times, especially during that transitional phase as a parent autism, when my kid was in preschool, do you think I was thinking about transition? <laughs> no, I didn't know anything about transition. So if you see me talking in this book about transition, at least, you know, your kid is two, three, four, you have 15, 16 more years <laughs> work on transition. <laughs> I wished I had that opportunity. Uh, I'm thankful for what I have, uh, what I'm working with, but just imagine what you would have to know some things mm -hmm. that you can start to get organized because when you are in a situation, you can get very disorganized. You can get um, so like overwhelming. Oh, yes. Very overwhelming. Um, so uh, at least hopefully some of these things will take some of the load off of you. You know, yeah. so um, I'm just, um, you know, just was excited to physically have something in my hands. And I often find myself reading it um, over and over again as well, just to, you know, refresh my memory, to go back. There's a few little stories of things that we've encountered uh, as parents, some of our um, excursions that we've had, <laughs> that we've had to, had to struggle through and we were, were able to, you know, come through it. And uh, I've spoken about how, you know, what we did to come through it. So maybe that would help you if you fall in that situation, you know, and everything like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Linda. Thank you for putting, you know, just thinking, um, just having that heart for, for these individuals that you encountered at the stores and in public places and just wanting to give them something um, because you can just see it on their faces sometimes, the exhaustion um, and sometimes um, the exhilaration when they meet someone that they don't even know who's completely compassionate to their situation and like what their child is experiencing at the time, instead of getting the, the stares and, um, and, the sh and the shake of the heads, right? Um, like, what is your child doing? And play? <laughs> but mm -hmm. in, instead of that type of encounter, they meet someone like you who completely understands and is offering, you know, advice or, you know, you can do this if your child needs this and my child you know, this is what we did with my child um, and truly transforming a person's, um, you know, public encounter with someone uh, and uh, instead of being embarrassed or, um, you know, just frustrated with the child, seeing that there, there are individuals out there who do understand what they're what they're going through um, and taking all of that and then deciding to to write a, write a book that you can that, that can benefit um, these individuals, these families. I think it's, it's tremendous um, that, that, you, that you did this and with the heart that you, you know, for others. Um, so thank you so much, Linda, because you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, you mentioned we need, uh, we need that tribe, right? We need the, it takes a village. We need the support system. You were uh, very lucky to have 
your your mom you mentioned um, and other individuals in your family um, that could support and 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 help guide. Um, and some individuals don't have that support. On the contrary, um, they have family members who are kind of um, shunning them maybe even a little bit or like, what are you doing? You're not parenting correctly. You're not a good mom. And, and you hear these things and, and, uh, our, our own, our own voices that, that critical, uh, you know, just that critic inside of us, um, is already so loud, right. Sometimes, um, and then having others around you kind of say things like that to you, which are, uh, which are totally just, um, you know, even if you were on a path to try to do something different, hearing that is so discouraging. And so, and so thank you first and foremost for just the heart that you have and the compassion that you have for these families and these parents that, that need the help and need the guidance. Um, and then, you know, providing and writing it up and, and publishing this book. We're so excited. I will be sharing details on where to find um, your book, but I just wanted to say thank you first and foremost um, and we are extra excited to have you on. You are our uh, first parent of an adult on the spectrum. Um, and um, we wanted to hear from you regarding, you know, you, you hear about, um, well, parenting is hard just without all of these things, without having to schedule the physical therapy appointments, without having to check in with the speech therapist, without having to find, um, you know, a place that can, where your, where your child can play the bongos or, or the drums. And so, um, uh, and, and these days you have, you know, you need to have multiple incomes in order for uh, just basic survival. Um, and so the mom's working, the dad's working, there's not a lot of time. Um, parents are juggling all of that. Uh, so how, how do you, how do you balance the work that needs to get done? Um, you, you also mentioned living two lives, right? You, you, you live your life and you live, you live your son's life because you have to think about, um, you know, how he's going to feel or what it is he needs or what's coming next. Um, and so how do you balance uh, just all of those things? So starting from maybe uh, balancing the support that he needs, but also teaching independence and then the care for yourself as you are a caregiver for an adult on the spectrum. Okay, what I, what I normally, well, I'm actually um, one of those people that have been um, told that I'm, a, I'm an organized person. So I think that's part, I'm, that's instilled as, as a gift of mine there, being organized. I do that on my job and I also do it at home. So I think that helps me out because I'm actually able to help other parents <laughs> that I'm around as well. They always use me like a, their resource for organization. <laughs> we all need that one friend. Right. Everyone so, else organized. Yeah. So I think that helps me out as a plus, but um what I, what, um, one of the things it's mentioned in my book is that, um, we, we, I have a list of family goals as far as each, uh, person, individual person. So, um, you know, I talk to, I, my son is a high, well, considered high functioning, so I can, you know, verbal, he's verbal and stuff like that. So, um, um, some of the, the autism comes with a lot of social skills, um, need to be, um, you know, more, more vibrant in those areas. But you also have children that um, they may have 
excellent social skills, but not have uh, great learning skills. So, you know, so it's a balance, uh, different balances. And that's where I, uh, it's talked about that we all are different and we all are, um, you know, on the spectrum, we are all different. Uh, when you mix those uh, individuals together, uh, you become, <laughs> they become a voice for each other or they become, uh, you know, eye, eyes or ears or whatever needed. Um, their, their whole friendship circle, you know, sometimes, uh, can support each other in those areas. Um, and uh, so for, for um, the organization part of it is that um, because we have this, this list of goals, um, we kind of take a little bit at, you know, uh, well, I, myself, each individual, you know, we have a whole family, but we do have uh, parts that other people in our family are more, um, more, uh, and, and like I say, more talented in those areas to be more motivated in those areas. And then people that may have more time in those areas because somebody in your, your family may have to work a little bit more so they're not available. Or if that's, um, you know, some, you know what, I'm gonna just say that some, some people deal with this as well. So in the family, you can have, uh, because when you get a certain, uh, children do get diagnosed. Um, it's hard for a parent to hear that. And then um, it's and then if you have a whole full family component, uh, certain people in your family um, may, you know, it's hard for them to, they react different. So everybody's gonna react different. So you have to be the person that's gonna be determined no matter what somebody says. If somebody says, oh, they're not going to be able to do this or they, oh, I don't think they can do this. You know what? They're in your house and you see them more than anybody else. Yes. So you, so you'll, you'll know uh, pretty much what they probably can't do. And then they're going to also surprise you on what they can do as well. Yes. Uh, so just the fact that take that, um, take, uh, you know, through conversation, uh, what is being recognized as something that the person wants to do. And then find out if there are people that's willing to help you to okay. do those things. Because every time you go out to um, an activity that you want your child to be involved with, most of the time you have to introduce that person to the fact that your kid does have autism. Because they're going to be working with your kid. Yeah. And, you know, if your kid is in music, they're going to, you know, they got to know, hey, they have autism. They're not just going to go there because they're going to want, it takes a special person. Yeah. So are you open to teaching my child because he, my child has autism? Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that have no, some people will, oh, I don't, I don't have time or I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Well, no, those are not the people because you're not, you're, kid, you're trying to make a growth in, in this or progress or progress. If there's no growth, there's, there can be some progress. Uh, so you, you're trying to make something that lightens up the heart of your child, mm -hmm. where they're getting something that they truly enjoy, uh, you know, to do. So, um, and you want people around your children that's going to be supportive. So, that. you know, so that's very important. It is. Uh, it's very it's crucial very... to her development for them even to feel comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. Prior to my role as outreach specialist, I was working in the homes with the child. And um, if they are not comfortable, if they do not trust, they will not work. Um, you know, they will not comply. Um, and 
and it's I, I think it's it's a it's a it's a great mechanism for them. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I feel children have this innate way of, of uh, protecting themselves in this way um, because they are so vulnerable and children on the spectrum even more so. Um, but they, they just have the, you know, if they don't have the trust, they're not going to work with you. And it's a way that they keep themselves safe, which I think is, um, uh, is, is incredible. Um, I, and I, I love that you mentioned, you know, you have the individual goals, you have the family goals and you go, um, you know, you sit with those goals, you talk about, you, you see where, where, uh, someone can help, or, you know, you can do this while someone else does this. Um, and, and you, and you need the support system. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that, and that helps with balancing, balancing the care that you have to give, but also the care, um, that you have to have for yourself, um, as well. So, so that, that is a great tip. Um, thank you so much. I, I, uh, I I hear this common theme and throughout our conversation, just that that finding your tribe, leaning on your support system, reaching out, um, talking to the therapist, talking to the daycare, uh, finding support with the people around you. Um, you you have done incredible uh, work in the community, um, and so and so tapping into community resources. Um, and uh, if there's nothing there, initiating, starting one up, it sounds like you, you know, you, you were the, the leading uh, force behind um, the Special Olympics or, you know, you've, you've created programs uh, for the community um, because you are a parent of a child on the spectrum uh, who's now an adult, but, uh, you know, he needed the, the resources and he needed the support. Um, so if you can't find the support, you know, um, uh, find a few, a few families who, who would, um, you know, would agree with, uh, kind of where you're on the same level a little bit and and the, and the things that, that are, that your children need, um, and create something, uh, for them. I do, I do agree. I, I actually was, I actually was a part of a group that created, uh, the uh, Special Olympic uh, local chapter there. Um, I was part of the group and I'm, you know, part, I was part of the offers, you know, one of the offices. Yeah. So it was, it was, a, it was a, a group effort in that because um, in the, you know, sometimes in your communities, you don't have what you're looking for or no one has that. And so you have to try to bring something like that into your area. Uh, because sometimes on television you see uh, people creating businesses and things like that yeah. for the, the adults to work at or, or their child to work in and stuff like that. Uh, so if they don't, you know, have it, and the resources are not available, they actually find a way to, uh, you know, to help others as well. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What you what you do, what you've done, sometimes can help other people. Um, you know, you want to do that. You know shouldn't mind that uh, other children will be benefiting from something that you've done as well. It takes that one person with the idea of vocalizing the idea sometimes right. and then you and then you have um, you have families, parents wanting to 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 hop on that on that bandwagon and and, uh, and continue and, and assist and support. Um, and it's crucial and, and and I do I do agree with you. Um, I think the resources available today as opposed to a few decades ago, um, it, it, there still needs to be more resources, especially for the older population. Oh, yes. but there are, there are a lot more resources today, 
um, and very creative resources. Um, you know, as a kind of we have the you know we have the conventional therapies and and the behavioral intervention and and the speech. Um, but but things like the music therapy, there's play therapy. Um, and so, you know, just encouraging families to really uh, to really tap into um, community resources, go on Google, you know, search for what it is that your child um, is interested in, because that will help uh, your child be, you know, that will motivate your child to want to to learn different things. Uh, related to that uh, to that area to that field yeah. or to that theme, um, and so uh, and then there's also a balance uh, with that as well being the parent, because sometimes um, you know you're already your kid might already be in soccer or baseball or this or that, so there's a balance because the parent can get drained on all those different. Uh, you know, areas that need to be. So sometimes you can break up a seasonal situation and you could say, uh, well, for summer, because some, some, in the summertime, school's out. So you're looking for all these things, What you know, trying to plan out some things to cover that whole area while they're home or something like that. So definitely go uh, out there and find something to take the place of school uh, for them. Uh, some people go to, to the camps and some people go to, I actually one year, um, one, one summer season enrolled my son into yoga. So uh, yeah, so just find some things that, um, um, I think that's how we ended up in music, but then music became permanent because um, wow. it's something that um, is liked, yeah. um, you know, and then check in with your child once in a while and see, uh, are you, you still want to, you still want to play this or are you? You, still, yeah. you don't want your child to be doing it just because you said, uh, do you want to play this? <laughs> you want them to like it. And uh, they that way their mind will be freer. They will be uh, less stressed. And uh, and it'll make your life a little bit easier too uh, because um, we have to find things that um, calm stimulation, uh, you know, for the stimulation process of it. Uh, too, uh, so that's important, and uh, we have to find some some parenting times uh, too. Um, and uh, it's good too, like the areas where they may be at a uh, uh, one of their recreational activities. That's the time, you know, you can get away and do some things, uh, yeah. things on your own, or you need to take uh, you to know, run to the grocery store. <laughs> you want to take a time out or whatever yeah. like that, or yeah, or you know, during the 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 time uh, like Zoom and and other things. There's so many resources now that you can do it right online at your home. Um, they can actually be online, and you could be doing something else or or whatever. Uh, but whenever you see that uh, opportunity for uh, whatever they're doing and it could turn into independency and it leads to independency, um, teach, uh, it's very important to teach that adult um, as um, if they're capable of it. Uh, and you will know that because you will know your child and you can see the talents. If your child is on the computer going from screen to screen to screen and typing and all, they are very good in, in creating uh, charts and keeping up with different things that you normally would have to do for them. So if, if you identify anything that you think that you can transfer to your child, yeah. <laughs> and then that way 
that takes that off of you because if your child, if you see your child know how to wash clothes, that's the opportunity. Now you can kind of get uh, some of that washing off of you when yeah. you have to wash clothes <laughs> yes. um, or administrate any administrative work that they can possibly do on the computer. Um, you know how to turn on a printer and print stuff off. I always have my son cut on the printer and, and you know, I'm getting ready to cut, cut on the printer and, um, mm -hmm. you know, print this off. Can you print this off? You know, different stuff. Yeah. You know, get some of the things that uh, you can unload, I would say, uh, as an adult uh, parent, uh, you know, a parent. Uh, as, as, you know, some of the things that you can start to um recognize that you can do uh, earlier yeah. on to unload that's what I would say try and that's what we 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 have uh you know in the makings now trying to uh teach uh, my son to be more independent um he's gotten so many of those goals checked off but um you know it's still more to go that's, Amazing, that's Linda. Great, great, great advice. You know, start with those uh, daily routine type of tasks. See, uh, like you said, you know, we know our child um, the best. And so see what they can, what we can uh, allow them to start to do. Um, and then, you know, encouraging that independence. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and one of the, one of the, key, one key skill, well, I would say two key skills that's going to be very uh uh, great as an adult is counting money, counting money and telling time. Um, my, uh, my son was able to learn those skills when he was uh, in grammar school because um, we invested in, you know, the programs um, that uh, taught uh, self, you know, repetitious type teaching, mm -hmm. um, computer software that is repetition and that becomes uh, a routine thing they visually yeah. see it. it's visual you see it you see it you keep seeing it you keep seeing it over and over and the next thing you know um they can go to a clock and they can tell time and they actually can't end up telling time to the minute <laughs> uh, so and and it teaches yeah. you know them about telling time and counting money because uh, when you go to the store, uh, when you get older or whatever, you'll, you may have a, uh, your own little funds available and you want to buy yourself something and um, buy them, you know, how to count money. They can go to the register. They can be independent. You can be yeah. behind them in line and watch them do it. Mm -hmm. uh, then you, it can develop to where they can actually use their own cards or whatever they need yeah. to use to. You know, so those are skills. Um, they um, they had a great um, cooking uh, software. Uh, my son, he loves to bake. Uh, he learned how measurements because they were showing him measurement cups. Oh, that's and, wonderful. Right. So what's on the back of a box of cake mix? There's all kind of measurements. So um, <laughs> you can take that box, uh, turn that back of the box of the uh, back of a box of a cake mix or brownies or whatever and right. get that measurement cup. And let the kid independently uh, make brownies or make a cake, a measure uh, using these measurements and, and matching what's on the uh, glass cup and stuff like that to what's on the back of the box. 
and stuff like that. Yes. Or, and yeah. then also in the grocery, he was, you know, as a young kid, crazy about the grocery store. So, um, you know, they have their basket, you have your basket, uh -huh. and, you know, give them a little list of your list, and, uh, <laughs> let them find the items in the store. Yeah. You know, so these are all the things that we're going to, we had to do in, as we became older. So uh, begin to teach those type of skills as well. Um, so you. by the time they become, an, you know, an adult, they've conquered some of the, you know, basic type of skills that's out there. Because um, it, it just amazes people uh, on my end. Um, if I'm not around and my son goes in the store and they're in the store with him and they was they're like, wow, he gets his own stuff. He gets his pays for this. You know, <laughs> say, sure. Yeah, he can do that. He knows how to do all that stuff like that now. Yes. So, yes. So, yes. Well, yeah, thank you so. so much, Linda. Thank you for your time. Yeah. For your advice. Yeah. Um, I and, wanted and to share one with more you. other, just one more other point. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. This thought, it came to mind because um, I, I was working with another parent earlier on. It's years back. And we uh, we we dealt with uh, with the uh, key house store keys and things like that. Uh, you oh. know, yeah. So adults, you know, uh, whether or not you're gonna let the kid have your your key to the house or whatever. And so, um, yeah, that's something that um, that will become possibly independency. And that it, it, when you have these independency things, um, that's more serious. Uh, those are really teaching, uh, telling what can happen, uh, give scenarios, well, what would you do? You know, right. if you ran across this, where do you keep uh, protective uh, things of value on you or how do you keep it? What, what do you have to secure? Um, you know, you know, information you don't share within other individuals, you know, these are all part of being adults. You know, especially if you have a kid that talks a lot, you know, you got to, you know, be, you know, be more uh, preserved in regards to uh, what type of information. Um, yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's shared out and, and different things like that. So, no, that is a great point. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for for writing this book again um, and being so available uh, to, to be able to engage with, with people that you come across, individuals that you come across. And also, um, on, on your website, you mentioned, um, so for our listeners, the book is currently available at the www.iccolors2publish.com. That is the number two. Um, so www.iccolors2publish.com. Um, and you also may, uh, engage with the author on the website, uh, you'll find the book on Facebook under Icy Colors, again, to the number two, Publish LLC, and also on Amazon. I will include the link um, to purchase in the post. Um, uh, and just for our listeners, uh, our sister company, Autism Family Partnership, provides individualized homeschool and community-based ABA therapy services designed for adolescent population, the young adults up to age 21 on the autism spectrum. And so if um, you have any questions or are looking to enroll your child or young adult in ABA services, please uh, email us at info at earlyautismservices.com. Um, like Linda mentioned, lean on the support system, tap into community resources, find your tribe. Um, if there's nothing there, you know, start something uh, with a group of people. Um, and if you have any, any questions for Linda, feel free to visit her website. 
uh, or visit the website iccallers2publish.com um, so that you may be able to reach out to her um, in that way. And thank you again, Linda. Thank you for the wonderful conversation um, and have a great day. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Really appreciate it.